dad stealing the show once again. Welcome to another episode of Me, My Dad. And The Bachelorette. Oh my God. Yep. Flawless this time. Practice makes perfect. Oh, wow. Um, I'm Matilda Bosley. This is my father. Uh, Ray Bosley. Uh, we're getting through The Bachelorette, but just barely. Yeah, well, what we're down to, like, mathematically, we're not far off. What are we, three three, three eliminations away from the final? Yeah, like so... so yeah, but in but the... they're stretching them out <laughs> further and further now. This time last... Like, this time in any other season would be Hometowns the next day. Yeah, do you think they'll do it? No, I reckon they'll do Hometowns for, like, the final two each. Right, yeah. Because it's, like... You know, four. It'll be the same hometown, though, won't it? Well, no, they visit their hometown, oh, okay, not the girls' right. hometown. Okay. But I think they fly to parks for the finale. Right. Because also, like, you've got double the finale, so they won't need to do that weird bit where you just have, like, a date with the two of them that first day. I guess they just won't kick anyone off after the hometown. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a, we're, we're blazing a new trail, that's for sure. Yeah. You know what You know what I love about The Bachelorette? You know what I was always like? I'm like, wow, these people are nice, but I'd like to know less about them and be less emotionally invested. And this season's really delivered it's, on that, yeah, haven't they? Yeah, wish come true. Yeah. I don't know. I, half of them, I don't know their names still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Couldn't give a shit. Only know about Pete. Oh, you mean the boys. I thought you meant the girls. I don't... Well, okay, this is not like an original point. The Bachelor of Hearts podcast pointed this out. But, like, what's Becky's job? Uh, Sister. What's her life been? The only thing we know about her is that she got dumped reasonably recently and she cheated on someone when she was 20. And and she was born in parks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's it, though. Yeah. Like, what are her interests? I don't know. What's her goals? Uh, Love. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay. At least we know the important what, one. What, what else do you need to know? Okay, why don't we jump into this um, first episode? Not that I'm particularly uh, remembering what was in it. Maybe you can refresh my memory with your impromptu reactions that we recorded last night. Okay, let's have a listen. Oh, it was a funny episode. It was a bit. It's a bit hard to form any strong reaction, except perhaps that I've never been more convinced how little I'm interested in whether Joey and Ali did it. All anyone ever was talking about this whole episode, particularly James, they just made too much out of it. I mean, it was a fairly humdrum episode. Yet another cooking a meal, cooking pasta at home at the bachelorette pad. Yawn. Poor old Aggie gets booted off, which was, you know. I checked my notes to see what happened, like, you know, just to sort of brush up on the chronology. And the only notes that I've got is this is already so dumb and I don't like it. <laughs> oh, it was the Halloween party. Oh, right. right. Oh, OK. No wonder I wrote that <laughs> that note. Um, yeah. So they've decided to dress up the mansion in all sort of Halloween glory, which makes sense for a number of reasons. One, those poor producers had to set that up like mid-June, yeah. <laughs> mid-July. <laughs> Halloween in July. Um, yeah. But two, it, it would make sense for that episode to be next week, right? Yeah. Like the actual week. The week of Halloween. Yeah. Mm. Which, again, makes me think that the other two episodes, especially the one where they kicked four boys out, was actually meant to be like one sort of episode's worth stretched over two episodes and then they've cut it down. 
because it felt very fast. Mm. And then I was like, oh, were they? Was, was this actually meant to be two? Because then it would make sense for why this Halloween episode, because it would have been bumped back one week, you know? Well, the only thing I can think of, but I don't, I think this cuts the other way. The opposite way is that, you know, there was that episode, the, the kind of good episode, <clears throat> where, um, you know, two people got booted off uh, without the, you know, outside the rose ceremony. Would, mm. would that have, or is that sort of, I, I can't even I think through the arithmetic it, of it. it. The season feels like it's going very quickly. I can't believe that I'm having this complaint after I, we both sat here and bitched for 10 weeks straight about how slow the last season was going. But it feels like it's almost like they got to, so much, like, criticism for it going too slow, they're now going too fast. Yeah. Because yeah. it's like, I, nothing's happening but it feels like things are happening. Like, it feels like there's a whole storyline around James that we kind of just haven't seen even. Yep, yep. He's The sort of bu- James the bully kind of beefy one. Yes. Yeah. He's, he's you know, he's certainly getting a lot of, uh, you know, Vox Pops, a lot of talking head time. And, you know, I suppose he's sort of bringing the emotion to them. But it's nasty emotion and, and we're not that interested in it. But maybe it's just, you know, quantity rather than quality that they're going on. That's very true. Okay, so we arrive in Halloween. Now, we've got some good costumes here. We've got Aggie as a wizard. Mm-hmm. I loved Aggie. Yep. We've got Shannon as a sort of wolf man. We've got Adam, who seems to just be wearing a suit. I think he's meant to be Dracula, but he doesn't seem to have any teeth. Oh, or like okay. pale skin, so he's just sort of wearing a vest. I, this episode, I was there were about three who all kind of looked the same to me. Adam, Adam mm-hmm. uh, hang on, Adam. Oh, maybe not Adam so much, but Adrian, Pete. Oh, Pete and Adrian. I kept and mixing Fraser. those up. And Fraser, yeah, That's those sort of kind of tall, and they all seem to have sort of you know zombieish pale makeup on and and suits. And you stuff. have picked three men that look nothing alike. <laughs> But they were all dressed up the same. Oh, that's true. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, look, they it turns into a bit of a boozy Halloween night. Yeah, and this was all kind of heading towards the big event of the night, which was the truth or dare. The or truth or dare. How, how, never have I ever. Yeah, which parlor like games. great parlor game. But can I just say, it's just occurred to me, any other TV show would have been able to make a Halloween party truth or dare <laughs> Never have I ever a whole episode, right? Like, Mm. I'm about eight seasons deep into Vanderpump Rules at the moment. Um, A spin-off of Real Housewives. But I'm like, there's, like, so much potential for drama here, but it feels like The Bachelor's so, like, set in its ways of being very formulaic, being very, here's Mm. what's happening, then here's what's happening, then here's what's happening. Like, it doesn't feel like... More so in these seasons even, it doesn't even feel like you're sort of seeing any natural conversation ever where it's like, why not just like indulge a little bit of like being a bit more uh, cinema verite Mm. doco style and just like give us a bit of what's actually happening. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that would be refreshing. Like, it feels so like forced. The number of times people have made an entire pasta dinner in, in like two and a half minutes. Yeah. There's a good half hour of cinema verite in, in cooking any meal. Yeah. Especially pasta. But you know what I mean? It's like what I don't see why the producers are so afraid of actually giving us like why are they, they seem to like bring in the cameras, film the bit and then leave. Like just fucking leave a cameraman in there for four hours and give us the best two minutes of it, you know? I guess so. I can only imagine that they're on this incredible tightrope. They're on just sort of high stakes kind of uh, stressful thing that they they have to make these people look like 
reasonable humans and and keep it sort of entertaining. And so they only use the real like top one percent of the slickest kind of lines that the guys come out with. Mm. You know, both the both the women are kind of half an inch away from looking kind of pretty ordinary whenever they're talking as well. Yeah. You know, so I think it's must be just highly sort of rarefied cream of the cream of what they film that gets into the show yeah i don't know it's just like it's just it's it is feeling more robotic Mm. because it's not like even like we've had cocktail party drama Mm. you know what i mean like last season there was you know bella and irena screaming at each other and suddenly you know izzy's getting pulled in the season before that they had a whole fucking episode about trying to figure out whether or not someone called Matt a dog cunt. Right. That happened. Mm. And he, like, investigated it and stuff. Like, there was just, like, things that happened mm. naturally. I'm sure not naturally. I'm sure with prodding from the producers. But things that happened that are within the realm of sort of human possibility yeah. that then they kind of just let play out. And it's like, that's what made the show good. Like, what made the show good was never, like, going on the dates and the rose ceremonies and blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. it was... it was it, It's that whole, like, life happens in between. Life happens on your commute to work and while making dinner shit. Like, that's what makes the show happen, if you know what I mean. Like, it's all the bits in between. And this this season, because there's two women, mm. we're cramming in twice as much, like, no, logistics. Going through the motions, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tra- directing traffic, yeah. We're not, I mean, we're not being particularly funny this episode, but I'm just, like, I'm just trying to unpack why it's not working for me. Mm. Okay, but last season, mm. there were some pretty distinct characters. Like, you had a few villains. Yep. You had, like, the Clinger. You're talking about last season like, of The Bachelor. Like, like Lockie's season. Yeah, yeah. What are the characters this season? Well, like, really, there's James. Oh, well, there's James. There's James, James who's, who's like the sort a of, little angry. He's, a, he's ang- not even a full villain. He's the angry man and he's kind of the one who's the closest to an Ariba that we've got. He's the one who's the but most egotistical. Not, you and, say he's closest to Ariba, but that's well, just an insult the, to comparisons. In like, <laughs> in the, well, I'm, you know, in that he's sort of the one saying, oh, rightio, you know, Joey better watch out because I'm coming full steam ahead and yeah. make the best man win. But then he doesn't actually come full steam ahead. Oh, he wrote a, a lovely love letter that... You know, we'll get to that later. Mm. But but um uh, and then okay, so he's one character. He's the closest to a mustache twirling baby. Yeah, but he's a pretty. Bland. And then Joey's the kind of happy-go-lucky, salt of the earth, you know, unsophisticated guy who's always just. But I, I he's not an interesting character. No, I'm yeah, not, exactly. Don't like, get me wrong. You've kind of got slightly unsuitable men and then slightly suitable men yeah. rather than like extremes of both sides you know what wifey's I mean? and, and, and yeah wifey's and arebus yeah <laughs> okay so they're playing never have i ever yep uh do you remember any of the questions leading up to the big question oh they were all big questions we only saw big questions didn't we or oh, well, there was one sort of naff one just to sort of get the ball rolling was like you know what's your favorite color or something oh yeah was it? Oh, it was... there was something like that it was or oh, they asked them have you ever been in love that's right. Yes, yes. And Dad, have learned... you ever been in love? Yes. And oh, to the, your wife that you've been married to for twenty eight years. Of course. Oh, okay, cool. Good to know. But Adrian hadn't. No, no. Well, Adam. Oh, was it Adam? Adrian is Steve. Oh, Adrian's horrible. Adrian. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yes, that was a bad mistake. Um. Yeah. So Adam hadn't. Would his ideal woman be just a statue because it's a woman made out of rock? Ooh. Now you're asking. No, no, just laugh. It's fine. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, just, okay. just you can throw me a bone every once in a while, <laughs> or a fossil. 
Okay, yeah, fossilised bone. I get it. Um, no, I just laugh. Okay. <laughs> uh, is this... Are we in mid-season slump? Yeah, I think we're... Okay, okay. On the count of three, we're going to get our energy back. Okay. Okay. One, two, three. Okay, so they, <laughs> are, so they ask um, uh, everyone if they've cheated big... before. Oh, yes, okay. Okay, who's cheated? Okay, well, pretty much everyone. What did we see? We saw Joey put his hand up. We saw James put his hand up. We saw someone Adrian. else. Adrian. Adrian, oh yes, of course, yes. And then we saw, and the you know, big drama was that Becky put her hand up. Yeah. Uh, and well, and, we... and we'd already seen Sam, who wrote the question, say, oh, my question is, it's going to be a bit of a deal breaker. Yeah, which it totally turned out not to be. <laughs> so so what did you, what's your take on Becky having cheated on someone? Um. Well, I think, you know, it seems fine, you know, fair enough. I mean, I it's... Um, it's a weird, it's a weird thing, I guess, maybe because I've never been cheated on, but it's like, it seems like a weird thing to care about more than like two relationships down the line, if you know what I mean. Like if it's three years ago kind of thing. Well, what was she saying? It was like when she she was early twenties, it was ages ago. So 10 years ago, something seven or seven or eight years ago. Yeah. Look, I mean, I can, uh, the question sort of makes sense from Sam's point of view, as in, um, or it would have made sense from one of the girls, coming from one of the girls. Mm. So it's basically a deal-breaker-ish question. It's a bit of a filter. So, yeah. you know, you kind of um, put it this way. I think if anyone who who, who hadn't cheated before, um, that's one thing less to concern yourself about thinking through the options and all that sort of stuff yeah. if you're one of the girls. But um, here's the thing, which is like this show once again has set up a drama, mm. which is Sam's got a deal breaker. It's cheating, and Becky's cheated. Yep. And then, and they spend enough time setting that up, and then immediately we go to a si- we'll we'll get back to the <laughs> Halloween party, but immediately we go to this single date with Sam and which Becky. Which was the, the infamous pasta making. Yeah. Well, do they do anything beforehand? No, he just rocked up at the bachelor pad. That's right. And they made the pasta, and then suddenly it's like not a problem. Well, he kind of they had a bit of a sort of thoughtful conversation about it, and they had to kind of you know there's a bit of beating around the bush, and then and then I thought he was going to reveal though, like I was cheated on. I would Which have I, thought that kind of went without saying. Yeah, I mean, like, I got that impression, but I thought mm. he was going to have, like, a bit of a heart-to-heart about why it matters to him. You sort of saw him get all a, a little bit hesitant, and then, I don't know, what. Uh, basically Becky said it was a long time ago, and, and I, I feel I'm ashamed bad. of it, yes. Uh, and then he sort of, well, you know, it's um, it clearly has sort of been one of the things that made her into the person she is today, and she's, you know, he had a little bit of a sort of that sort of thing. It, it didn't feel it didn't feel as pivotal as... It was. He, he intended, you know, he would have us believe. On, like, we're being generous. It felt like it was something that mattered to him, but then when he realised he might get kicked off the show because of it, it oh, suddenly yeah. didn't matter to <laughs> him that much anymore. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be sort of cynical about it, but he just, like, wanted to seem like a good dude. And in fairness, in fairness to him, if he sat up and go, you fucking bitch, how dare you cheat on someone? We'd be like, how dare you, Sam? It was a long time ago. You Let her cheat shamer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how dare you? You know what I mean? Like, obviously, he's in a position where we're going to defend Becky. Mm. But, like, uh, I don't know. It just rung as false to me, that whole kind of setup. And the fact that he didn't carry through. And then it's also like the producers couldn't have, like, amped him up a bit to give her a bit of a harder time. Just give us something to watch. Well... well Sam's not much of a hothead, so maybe they had. Maybe yeah. they'd done what they could. Yeah, true. That that was his extreme anger. Mm. 
So we also had James and Adrian, and James got really sort of hit up about the fact that, you know, oh, I've had, I've admitted I've cheated. You know, they sort of acted as if people coerced oh. them into admitting it. Yeah, as if this was sort of really someone kind of going too far <laughs> writing a question like that. And you, know, But it's also like, just don't put up your hand, mate. Like, just fib a bit. Because yeah. they gave the disclaimer. Like, the girls yeah, gave the disclaimer. You, yeah. You didn't have to answer if you didn't want to. Yeah. Like, how do you think you'd feel being the partners of all these, the previous partners of all these people, seeing them talk about cheating on you on national TV? Mm, yeah. I wouldn't say great. No, yeah, I think you'd be changing channels to the... Wouldn't you be kind of not feeling great if you were an ex-partner of one of these people anyway? Why are you still not, watching? I still maintain that this would be the best thing to happen. Oh, okay. If I, like, ended sourly with a partner, knowing that they'd gone on The Bachelor would give me a fair amount of... Mm, okay. Fair amount of sort of joy, I right. think. Especially if they went home night one. If they won, maybe not. <laughs> yes. No, night one wouldn't be... That would be a, a hollow victory because that was the, just the people that they didn't really get a chance no, to they talk to. They still would have needed to, like, quit their job for it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but you're right. Like, episode five. You want to see them suffer. You want to see them kind of get really hurt rather than just, oh, well. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not as full of venom as you. I guess so. Maybe I'm just a better person. Well, that, you know, that's, that says good things about Joe and my parenting. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so we've got Sam's date. He goes over to the bachelor pad... I don't know why I was surprised that it was the same house as Lockie, but I was. Oh, okay. I'm just hoping that a sort of deep clean process happened in between <laughs> <laughs> shoots. Because we're like watching Sam and Becky make this sort of saucy beef ragu. Oh, yeah. Um, and all I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, is this where we like had to listen to 10 fucking minutes of Lockie talking about how he hated chilies with Izzy <sighs> over Skype? Mm. You know, yep. and then he. This is where he like thirsted over Beck. Let's, in look, the video. let's look, I'll just stop you there. Let's not mention <laughs> that the L word again this this episode. All right. Oh god. Yeah. So they have. The, we've the, basically we, covered their date. That's kind of most of what happened, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did they smooch? They sort of smooched in a kind of lawyer and girl from Parks way. Oh, really? Well, describe what a lawyer and girl from Parks smooch is like. It's like three three clicks above auntie. Yeah. Uh, and about five clicks behind James and Ellie in the hot swimming pool. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what happens next in this episode? Um, so we've had the... So it's been... Halloween's come and gone. Um, oh, we, oh, hang oh on. we head to uh, West Truth and Dare. Well, hang on, we oh, missed, sorry, we missed, sorry, we missed sorry, the visual, sorry. the visual climax of it all. Well, that, uh, so that there was heaven also for, Truth and Dare. Heaven forbid we go chronologically. In yes, this. I know. I'd say, <laughs> we should do the sort of pop fiction retelling of Bachelor. We are doing the pop fiction retelling, <laughs> yeah. where the chunks are just so, a bit so, too long to really feel on purpose. <laughs> you know, so um, so Aggie kind of, you know, they plunge the <laughs> syringe of adrenaline into Aggie's heart, and then. Yeah. Okay, again. But then back at the prize fight, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, there was the truth or dare part, and all the dares were quite sort of fun because it was like, oh, uh, dare. Who, who got dared? Um, um, uh, Damien to do a strip? No, I think it was um, James who did the strip. No, it was Fraser. Fraser did the strip. No, well, he he did the ultimate. Oh, 
No, but there were two strip things. There was one, and Damien did it, and then Shannon jumped in and kind of showed him up. Oh, yes. So there was a strip tease where mm. Damien sort of just kind of dolphined near Ali for That's a while. Right. And, then and then Shannon jumped up and yeah, Shannon showed some real genuine, showed his stripping, male stripper bona fide. Yeah, he does have an element of, like, sleazy old man mm. behind him, doesn't he? Yeah. I really like Shannon, but sometimes I'm just a bit like, I get the ick. Yeah. Do you know about the ick? Uh, well, I think I understand it from that one syllable. Yeah. It's it's where a boy will do, like, something very minuscule and then it just totally repulses <laughs> them. Right. And there's lots of lists of different icks that you oh, can have. Okay. It's like, just imagine a boy throwing confetti and it's like, ugh. Oh, well, yeah. Right. Oh, well, then I... Yes. Or I, like I, I thought I understood, but a that's... boy chart. My favorite that sort of resonated with me is uh, you see like the boy you have a crush on. His phone runs out of batteries, and he plugs it in, and he just sits on his bed waiting for his phone to turn <laughs> right, on. Right, you get two percent. <laughs> yeah, so like I can reboot. just the, those sort of moments of like mm. just there's something that goes hey. Oh. <laughs> okay. But um, Shannon gives me that like every second scene we see him. Yeah. Anyway, then heaven late, forbid he later on some confetti. <laughs> Later on, uh, the stripping thing dare comes up again yeah. and Fraser goes for it. Honestly, this looked like a fun fucking night. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, all oh, the mate, was it, I wanted was it to be. Was it stripping or was it like streaking? It was like something. a streak yeah, kind of situation. Yeah. So next thing, he's naked and yeah, running around. And all the boys are like, around. oh, we've seen it before. Fraser <laughs> loves to get his kid off. Yes. But like, I just... <sighs> Which was actually a new depth to Fraser that we <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been like, pretty it's too literally before. the only character trait we know about him is that he <laughs> likes to get his kid And off. that he's scared of heights. That's the two things we but know about But was him. he? They yeah. were pretty fine. True, true. One thing, I don't want to be like mm. a Debbie Downer on this, yep. but can you imagine if like Bella halfway through the season was like, yeah, I love to get my kid off and stripped off naked and ran around all in front of What's the girls like? and it's Lockie? Like, it's like the like, My Favorite Murder Girls. One of them is constantly, constantly talking about she will go to the other one's uh, hotel room and, and, and she'll be naked. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's hilarious. But it's like <laughs> that would be the end of that girl's, like, time on The Bachelor. Like, dude, you'd just be like a skank, you know, like it would be the end of the world. And then it's just like male nudity is so funny and I just want to know why we've, like, created it. I mean, I know why. Misogyny is why. But, like, I'm yeah. just trying to bring... No, no, yeah. I think you make a good point. I think that's absolutely true. Um, it's either just completely shallow or it's, like, cuts to the very core of the human condition, the answer to that one, I guess. Yeah, but also... I'm fine. Like, it's mm. funny. <laughs> it was funny. Good on Fraser. <laughs> I'm not suggesting boys don't get bacon. I'm just suggesting that girls do as well. Sure, sure. But, um, okay, so that party looked hella fun. Like, oh, God, I'm going to redo that. I can't say hella fun. <laughs> no, that was awful. Yep. That party looked like a good old time. Mm, yes. <laughs> um, uh, and, okay, so now we're going to cut to the zoo. Is it Taronga Zoo? No. No. It's Taronga's <laughs> poorer cousin, the West Sydney Zoo the or West, something. Yes, yeah, Sydney Zoo, which is in West Sydney. Yeah. And you know... That's such a bold name for a zoo. Like, trying to claim that you're Sydney <laughs> Zoo after Taronga Zoo already exists. Yep, and it yep. appeared to have two lions. Yeah, yeah. What else? And it had it. a meerkat, like, sitting on top of a tall, tall kind of little spindle of rock. Nice. Just trying to survive. Just trying to balance. One giraffe and one zebra. Hmm. And seemingly 300 kilometres of sky rise walking platforms. Yeah, yeah. So... Ellie's meeting old Adam. That's right, yes. I have to say, 
Not since Sarge have I liked a man as much as I've liked Adam. Oh, okay, yep, yep. I loved him. Fair enough, yeah, yeah. He was really nice. He was He was very shy and very kind of, um, you know, slightly chuckling into his hand when she was asking him stuff about himself and, um, and like, built like a Greek god and... Um, <laughs> And uh, and they seemed to have a, quite a good time, and of nice. course there was body painting. And oh, the, I can't express to you how often there is body painting <laughs> on this show. It's so often, and it's always they start, they do like one line, and then it cuts to like a perfectly the painted. Chapel. Yeah, <laughs> the one the, in the Honey Badgers season, there was one that was just so obvious. <laughs> like it was, yeah, it's insane. Or and like when they actually do it, it's just like messy, like finger painting on people. Yeah. Yep. One thing that I want to ask you about uh, in regards to Adam is that I believe that he falls into the category, a very rare category of smart himbo. Oh, okay. Do do you know about himbo? It's a sort of recent TikTok concept. I know the sort of traditional version, which is just the male bimbo. Yeah. Yeah. It's taken on a more kind of positive Mm. tone, which is like a smart, no, Not that. Mm. A dumb, muscly man who, like, respects women a lot. Oh, Like Jason Mendoza from The Good Place. Right. He'd be, like, a himbo. Yep. Or, like, Andy Dwyer from Parks and Rec. Okay. Like, a himbo kind of guy. Yep. And Adam gave me, like, serious, positive himbo vibes, but also, like, he is a scientist. Mm. So, like, kind of... Wow, a scientist. Yeah. Yeah. Look. He's a geologist. He's a shill for the oil companies. He's a closet fracker. Yeah. (laughs) Closet fracker is the a great term for um, RuPaul. <laughs> Do you know that RuPaul owns fracking oh, I, sites? I think I did know that. Yeah. I think I found that out a little while ago, perhaps from you. Yeah, yeah possibly. Mm-hmm. But honestly, okay. I don't, so... think, I don't think RuPaul mentioned it last time he called me. <laughs> so they do these painting. Do paintings. They it's look fun. At, look at zebras and giraffes and a lion and they smooch a lot. And um... Do you want to know a giraffe fun fact? Yes. Do you know how giraffes mate? No. The male giraffe will follow the female giraffe around Mm -hmm. and just bump into her bladder with its head. Okay. Like whack her bladder with his head until she pees. Yep. And then he will sniff and drink her pee. Okay. To see if if she's in heat. Right. And then if she is in heat, he'll just wait until she stops moving for long enough and jump on. Mm. Like just by surprise. Okay, well, I suppose you've got to make every bullet count if you're a huge <laughs> mammal like that. Yeah. Well, I just, like, I, I know that this isn't common knowledge, but mm. when you do know it, it does sort of add a kind of extra layer to this date of being romantic near giraffes I, that I'm just not sure that they know about. I thought you were going to tell me that they have purple tongues, but what you said was much more esoteric. So we like Adam, right? They, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, then um, Ali brings her little rock collection for oh, them. Oh, that's to... right. That was quite good. Yeah. Although we never saw her rock collection, did we? we just, yeah. Oh, hang on. We saw a couple of them. Yes, that's right. And he identified them and said, oh, like this a... one's got veins of quartz in it. Yeah, it seemed like just rocks off the street. It didn't seem like yeah. a gem collection. No. Which much to James's chagrin, I'm sure. Well, you take what you can get when you grow up in parks, you know. <laughs> just some. This this is a bit of the, the telescope. That's though. right. <laughs> but he was so excited. It was nice. Yes, yes. And uh, full of pride identifying that, oh, this one's had a bit of metamorphosis going. Oh, this, this fluid uh, uh, oh, erosion. That's right. fluvial, fluvial, fluvial erosion. Fluvial erosion, yeah. yeah. 
Um, mm. I liked it. Yeah, yeah, yep. It's it, it's crazy how little can give so much <laughs> in terms right. of just people with genuine human connection. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like that felt. Like, it's not like it wasn't planned. Obviously, she brought the thing, but that felt like more normal. And yep. here we are reacting to it really well. Yep. 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 True. They yeah. Producers, take note. Please, if you're listening. Mm. Okay, so we get to the Rose Ceremony. Do we? Is that next? I don't know, to be yeah, honest. Was there any other... You've got written here more dick jokes, more dick jokes. Yeah, that was in the Halloween party. They oh, were making course. a lot of dick jokes. Yeah, right. Um, But... Uh, oh, so in the Halloween party... Sorry to Pulp Fiction jump back mm. again. Um, We obviously have the question about how, like, what's Joe and... Ali had done. Oh, that and then came she's up like, in the truth or dare. Oh, it? we have a bit of a history. We spent a weekend together. Yeah. And then everyone's like, does that mean they fucked? <laughs> I need to know. I need to know. Especially James. He just would not let that go. He needed to know. But then, so what this but, brings us to is the cocktail party mm-hmm. where they accost Joe about it. That's right. But then weirdly the guy doing a lot of the question is Adrian. Adrian. Uh, Who is going for Becky, not Ali. Exactly. So it matters not one iota (laughs) (laughs) who Ali has or hasn't slept with. It has no bearing on his immediate future. Absolutely, mate. Like, so many levels of removal from his business. The girl, he's kind of seeing sister's possible past sexual history. Yeah. Perhaps he's just a completist. I don't know. <laughs> but it's also a bit like I'm sticking up for my boys, you know, <laughs> which is like, like it's so that kind of blokey attitude. It's like just fucking back off. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I mean the the guys who are sort of vying for uh, for Becky's affections, you know, you can make a logical argument that that's got some sort of bearing on on their standing in the in the kind of hierarchy and all that sort of jazz but uh adrian no not so much it would also kind of make more sense if um ali seemed to like joey at all yeah (laughs) and is it just me i mean this has kind of been something that's been jumping out at me every time those two are on screen together it's like um it's like Ellie's kind of, as I've said before, it's like she's humouring him or it's like they're sharing a lark or something. There's always this sort of half giggle in her voice, oh, Joey, you know, and it's just there's nothing there as far as I can tell. Yeah, it can't, yeah, to be honest. And and once again, I just like, I do not trust her choice in men at all. Mm. The fact that she seems to be more interested in James than Joey is sort of like a profound worry. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, so we get to the Rose Saramane. Yep. Um, and Aggie goes. Aggie soz is for the spoiler. The one, yes, yeah. And a shame, honestly. No, you don't agree. We we have a difference of opinion. Look, on Aggie. I've never, uh, you know, there's something that there was some sort of ick factor with with Aggie and me. You know, mm. um, I think. Look, it may just be as as shallow on my part as just how he's sort of seemed to be looking a bit of a sort of a, an aloof kind of, you know. Not resting bitch face, but resting aloof face. Mm. And so I just sort of thought, who's this guy I think he is? Plus he's got that sort of luxuriant long locks and and everything and, and I don't know, just I never and, and, and he was quite a dobber. What I'm hearing is pure jealousy. True. I'm, <laughs> I, I think you're right. Um yeah, he was a bit of a dibber dobber, wasn't he? Yes. But it's as a Pascal, so yes. Are we allowed to go into what was behind that Pascal? So w- we've since learned... Because that didn't 
raise Aggie in my estimation at all. No, we've since learnt allegedly from Pascal on a sort of defensive Instagram video <laughs> he put out that apparently he was kind of it was all set up and he wanted to leave but he was going to tell he was told by producers that he should tell the girls who the smokers are to like morally just let them know who the, all the smokers are the before secret he smokers gets. yeah they're all not allowed to smoke there or uh, well I think Becky in the first episode said that it was a, a deal breaker, deal breaker okay. smoking right uh, and then apparently the boys who were smokers went and dobbed him in- out including Aggie well, we have to assume. Ah, uh-huh. yep. Yeah, but yep. I'm like, would your hair be that luxurious if it was full of tar? No, yeah. It's hard to tell. Exactly. And I don't trust Pascal. No, no, no one trusts Pascal. And he uh, didn't fare too well on Gogglebox after this most recent episode that we just watched. Allegedly, he was like the backup bachelor if Lockie fell through. <laughs> 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 we, we were robbed. We were, we were robbed. It's so good to have something put in perspective for you. You know when we were talking about how could there possibly be a worse bachelor? Yeah. It's nice to have an answer to that question. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good Lord. All right, so Aggie goes and we're on to episode six. Yes, indeed. Shall we dive into your... Uh, I'm going to say tepid response. (laughs) My how's your father-ish kind of, yeah, for sure. Well, there's some ups and downs there. There's a lot of James, Adrian, a lot of our least favourite people. A double date that was really two shipboard single dates, both pretty boring. There was drama, no, no, no drama, no. I don't know, yeah, it was fine. You know, Ellie uh, continues to make bad choices with guys, but Becky's coming up fast behind her, I think, with Adrian. (laughs) Okay. We start on a single date. Yeah, which what, what happened? Which one was it? It was Fraser and Pete, two people that have both oh, already gone date. on dates. Yeah. So we're kind of giving it a big old fuck you to Damien um, to start off with. So it's a double... It's a double Double single, second date. Yes, it's a double second date. And they go on a little boat. Yep. And then they go on a big boat. The little boat, little boats take them to a big boat and everyone... Freaks the heck out about going on a like what a hundred foot yacht yeah, or something. Yeah, it was like a, a boat. <laughs> like it was, it was a, it was a massive boat. It's a big like... rich person's boat, but you know, get a life. <laughs> yeah. When there was this sort of cinematic shot of the two sort of little boats that they were on, and then this big boat go sort of sailing up, and this big boat like comes in like this massive boat sort of mm. cross section enters the screen, and it's like whoa, and it just kind of reminded me. It just sort of felt like Melbourne thinking that they were over the first wave of COVID. (laughs) (laughs) Hotel quarantine comes in. Yeah. Yep, yep, 700 a day. Yeah. Um, So they hop on the boat and then seem to not take advantage of the boat at all because they just sit on a chair. I'm thinking this boat must be the Marie Celeste because there's not another soul on it. You know, I mean, obviously there was a whole entire crew, but for all we could tell from the visual storytelling... They were the four people on this boat. Ding, ding, ding. Please explain your old people reference to me. What's Marie Celeste? Oh, that's like a, a, an ancient seafaring tale about a boat, the Marie Celeste, a big well, a double master sailboat, like a proper 1700s sailing ship that um, was found sort of tootling along in the middle of the ocean and not a single crew person on board. And it was big big mystery about what happened, what what circumstances could possibly have happened that meant that 
every single crew person, you know, jumped overboard or, or whatever or got swept overboard. No one, it's never been, don't Ooh. believe it's ever been solved. And it sort of keeps, you know, it's one of those stories that just keeps, keeps being sort of brought up because it's just it's endlessly fascinating. I, th- I, th- I think there's a sort of generally held kind of um, idea about what sort of happened. It was to do with kind of an d- d- outbreak of disease or something on it. But uh, And they, they all kind of went ashore or something. But um, uh, it's never been clearly figured out. Oh, it's like Roanoke. Yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, yeah it's, where they wrote Croatoan and everyone's like, oh, it's a code word. What does Croatoan mean? But it just was like all the pilgrims were like, yeah, we're going to go live with the Croatoan people. We're just telling you where we are. Right, right. And yeah. then you know, it's a spooky ghost story since mm. then, but it's like kind of like, no, it's pretty clear. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, that was a more compelling story than this episode of The Bachelor. Yeah. I'm kind of sad <laughs> to go back. One thought that I did have, and it was actually during this boat date when they were cutting back. So they like go on this massive boat. We see like two square feet of this massive yes. boat of them having a drink and chatting i did like that we saw a bit more of the girls talking to each other i've been asking oh, okay. for it yeah. it was pretty staged and it didn't fulfill me but Were still like i'm not gonna complain they're like discussing getting <clears throat> to know whether fraser's gonna open up to yeah Allie. and you know and you know ali was sort of asking pete like oh describe what you like about becky yeah and then becky's right. like oh ali's putting in the hard <laughs> questions i'm like that shouldn't be a hard question <laughs> it's, um, a, it's a softball really that's gotta be that that has to be one of the for this to work that has to be one of the easiest questions yeah, yeah. um but during this time it cut to ad break and then i started playing a little game on my phone just like a little mm-hmm. like app sort of it was like tetris yep and then it cut back to the show and then i felt sad that i had to watch <laughs> the show and not play the game yeah. on my phone anymore okay that's sort of there's, there's more perspective than, we, than the producers needed there. Yeah. They may have turned off by now. And, yeah, look, it's, it's a bit of an indictment. But, yeah, so now we have Fraser and then Ali's like, Fraser, open up. We've known each other for three weeks. How dare you not open up to me? Mm. Do you remember if he did open up? Because what? every time Fraser talks, it happened last time as well. And the day I just glaze to- over. I just, like... Iron deficiency, stand up, <laughs> just fuzzy, uh, static, just covers my eyes, and I black out every time he talks. He he um he opened up and he told us uh, absolutely a lot about Ellie, <laughs> that she was beautiful and had a big heart and that she was wonderful, and he told us zero about Fraser. Yeah. So yeah. What's his job? Oh, I don't know. It says something every time his his name comes he up. He feels like a remember. marketing executive vague something person like that. Like that. Yeah. 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 But um oh we so that was like and then they have a smooch and they act like they've bonded and it's like, no, he didn't open yeah. up to you at all. I think Ali was fooled because, you know I think she, she just she didn't want him to open up. She wanted reassurance of his feelings to her, which I guess is kind of opening up, but oh. like Oh yeah, so it was all about you know whether he's in, into her and, and and you know she sort of sort of gets that vibe yeah. that he's never really broached the subject and. At one point, Ellie noted that Fraser's a bit of a closed book, and you re- yeah. re- <laughs> sort of replied with something that felt like it came from a really deep place of hatred, which was that he's a blank book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, Pete, on the other hand, Pete and Becky uh, had a really nice moment. Pete, like Pete was good, you know, and like uh, it, he he did himself well. He, he's a Pete's always decent, good value. decent, honest guy. I and think. then sort of Becky was sort of looking for him to be like, "I'll move to Newcastle," and oh, then yes. he had to just sort of put on the word of like, "Hey, 
I like own a cafe and like my brother's had a brain injury so I need to be able to look after him if my parents need it so like we're going to be moving to my city mm. and then she's like oh that's nice okay cool yeah <laughs> sure oh wow that's valid anything less than a brain injury and he, he wouldn't have gotten away with that diabetes no, no chance no. <laughs> <laughs> try again Please. child they have primary schools in Newcastle <laughs> Um, Kids can make new friends. Okay, so then we go on to, I'm going to say, overall, the worst group date that I've ever seen in my whole life. Oh, the the obstacle date. The marriage obstacle course. Mm. It was very heterosexual. (laughs) Hang on, what do you mean? Like, just aggressively straight at this date. Just How could like, it have been anything else? Well, I don't know. Do the, does straight culture nearly need to shove it down our throats Would like it, that, racing sh- to the altar in wedding dresses oh, through an okay. obstacle course? But, I'm okay with people living that lifestyle, but, like, do I have to see it, you know? I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, I feel there's a better word than straight for what you're saying. I, I mean, what? How would you describe a wedding-based date in which you make a bunch of men dress up as groomsmen and you rock up in a bridesmaid dress and then make them race to the altar? Pretty old school, perhaps? Or uh, Yeah, I mean, there could have been more sort of shots of, of uh, chiseled pectorals sort of surging through muddy water, I guess. But, yeah. Um, I feel like we mean different things when yeah. we say heterosexual, which is I mean just kind of the, exactly what you saw. That's what yeah. I meant. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, All right, well then. It's more of a pejorative than you mean it. In that case, I take your p- point completely, and I don't <laughs> think that what we saw then could have been any more exactly what you saw than yeah. what we saw. <laughs> Thank you, Dad. It's mm. really good to have support on sure. these issues. Um, yeah. So some stupid obstacle course. They clearly, because they had an odd number of men, were going to need one guy to be the referee. No, 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 no. 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 They didn't need a referee. They just they they made that up on the spot when they realised, oh, um, Adrian couldn't get a doctor's certificate to say because he's on he revealed he's on antibiotics. Mysterious. Yes. Uh, But I thought it's like okay, then they'll have even teams of four if one of Ali's guys is the referee. Mm. But then instead it was one of Becky's guys. So Ali had five guys on her team and Becky had three. Yeah, yeah. But you're totally right. There was no no need for a referee. I mean, it was good that there was one because Adrian was... It was was, the only thing that happened. It was excellent value seeing him just blatantly make his team win. Otherwise we were just watching Tough Mudder. (laughs) <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> or, or one of those zombie kind of scrambles that, oh, yeah. that, that, that certain people of us have attended at least once in Look, our lives. Look, it was good fun, actually. I highly you were there recommend... as a, ju- a journalist. Yeah, I went as a journalist to a zombie-themed obstacle <laughs> course where you had to, like, run away from zombies. It was great. I highly recommend it. That's the only... That's a good... Life or death is what exercise is missing in this modern age. <laughs> yes. So I think that solves that problem quite the, well. If the stakes are survival as opposed to matrimony, then yeah. it's, it's already ahead. Yeah. God, fuck, I hated this so I, much. I, from seeing the promos, I thought there was sort of some kind of gamified aspect, yeah. like keeping the bouquet of flowers from or getting like muddy or something. Asking the men if they want to get married or not. Like, isn't that <laughs> the point of, like, when they usually have, like, some wedding-themed date, it's usually to figure out, like, how compatible they like in how many years would you want to be married and have kids Mm. or like how you know is this something that you're looking for like in a marriage how do you feel about compromise how do you feel about like our values instead they're like why don't you run through the mud and then we're gonna give adrian too much (laughs) airtime 
Yeah. Like, what was the point? What did it achieve? Oh, they know. didn't even pick anyone who was doing the obstacle course. Yep. It was, um, yeah, Adrian blatantly <laughs> uh, rode roughshod over Justice and uh, awarded the uh, the first prize to Team Becky. Yeah. And that meant that Becky could choose who to take on the next single date and naturally she chose Adrian. Mm. Uh, and that was pretty much... Take, took us to the rose ceremony, didn't it? There wasn't yeah. much after well, that. Yeah, Adrian, like, she kind of questioned why he was the way he was and, you know, like, why he wasn't kind of more committed or... Because he oh, previously said, they went like, on. they went on. Yeah, them. they went on a little single date into a hot tub. Oh, that's which, right, like, the hot tub. Entering How could I have forgotten? a lukewarm warm tub of water with a man confirmed to have a bacterial infection is not like <laughs> what I would like deem. Like, how far is taking the bubble too far? You know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. you can only be so COVID safe. Ew. And then she, she's basically like, are you serious? And he's oh. like, I am serious. And she's like, thank <laughs> God. Oh, my God, he's serious. It, Let's it, kiss. Th- look, there were two sort of real kind of strong feelings I got from various parts of this episode. The first was that Fraser didn't open up. And that she just mm. managed to talk herself into hearing what she had talked herself into wanting to hear from him. And then my other strong take was that at this hot tub date, he was just all, everything about what he was doing and saying was teenage. Yeah. And everything about her was guilty pleasure. I'm a little too old for this. But mm. yeah, you're totally right. Like, why is this woman with him? Like, what's going on? And. It wasn't anything that either of them were kind of acknowledging, but it was just right there. And it, for me, anyway, that was a very strong impression I got. It it was so, like, the age difference and the level of maturity different. Like, she wants to, like, buy a house and have a kid. And he, and he, he, he came to the party and said, yeah, I could see us doing some travelling together and we'd have a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, mm. God. It's just women hearing what they want to hear for no good reason. <laughs> so we cut to the cocktail party. Oh, did we? And the only thing that happens here is that James grabs Becky and reads, grabs Allie oh, and reads yeah. out, like, a little note to her. James is kind of moment in the spotlight. So uh, hang on. It kicked off with good old Joey yeah. going all out and uh, oh, hustling God. her aside instantly that the party began. Mm. And uh, would, would you believe it, he set up an entire dinner in a little corner of the place there and it's a recreation of their very first date together a year ago or six months ago or whatever mm. it was in um, Newcastle at a dine, at a cafe for lunch or something. See, this is where I got confused. I had more of an impression that Joey and Ali were in a more of like friends with benefits situation like i didn't get the impression that they like went out and were considering being boyfriend and girlfriend with each other i thought it was just like this is a guy i used to see a bit right and then they're all like this is my our first lunch date and things like that and i'm like oh okay maybe the boys were right to be threatened by this man like (laughs) but also like that means that they had a full lead up to a relationship that didn't work out yeah yeah so in, in a way that makes them less of a threat Oh, sure. Oh, let me he's take you. He's an also ran. He's, <laughs> he's not someone that she got serious about. Let me, let me take you back to a date where you must have at some level decided that I wasn't for you. Oh, look, admittedly it was their first date and there was a weekend eventually. Oh, true, true, true. Um, but still. Uh, and, and poor old Joey, I don't think he did himself any favours with his kind of, you know, she, um, you know, Ali was sort of enchanted by it all a little bit mm. or at least humouring him. Uh, and he was sort of, oh, yeah, I, you know, I, I uh, back then I sort of didn't realise what an opportunity I was sort of, you know, wasn't going all out for and now, mm. now it's a, like a, I've 
there's a second chance for me to do take the opportunities that I didn't take then or something you know it's it all just sort of sounded naff and kind of like just would reinforce any feelings of yeah it was a thing that didn't work out yeah <laughs> oh then James pulled her aside with something that I wouldn't say was a more successful effort but seemed to have a more positive outcome mm. which was he read her a little letter about his feelings to her a love letter basically yeah in the or tone as, as he would describe and I quote I wrote a freaking love letter. <laughs> the tone in which he read it, I wondered if you, it took you back to when I was in early primary school and had to read the readers to you each night. Oh, almost, yeah. Like yeah. the little books you'd take home and the, sounding out each word in a total <laughs> monotone yes, thing. Yes. Like, I don't want to be... A dick, but I will be. <laughs> like, it was rehearse. If you're going to, like, write a love letter and read it to someone, re rehearse what it is. Mm. And also, like, you know what doesn't scream, like, I am okay with being vulnerable? Only being okay with vulnerability if you've written it down first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and can't make eye contact during. Perhaps he watched The Bachelor and, and Juliet's kind of <laughs> winning gambit Worked there. Worked for her. Almost. For a couple of weeks, Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it seemed to work. The, the The main takeaway from this was that he said that he had been carrying around a crystal, mm. a rose quartz that was going to lead him to love, and that it was clear that the crystal had picked Ali. What and and what got to me as he was saying that in my mind, I was gaslighting myself because I was saying. Oh, yeah, he has had a pendant on in various episodes, hasn't he? <laughs> has it, was it Rose Crystal? I think it was. So it worked on me, whatever he was trying oh there. Oh, my God. And then he pulls out this box that's just like a shitty little rose quartz nugget, not like a piece of jewellery, mm. with like just a, like a black thong. leather thong tied around it and yeah. hands it to her and she's like... Oh, <laughs> great. I can't wait to wear this. Oh, she was, was, do you think she was sort of, I thought she was When she first kind of, saw it, I oh, saw okay. a flicker of like, oh. <laughs> right, all right. Mm. It looked like a rose quartz that you'd buy for like $2 or like 3 for $5 <laughs> sort of gem bin. Yeah, yeah. At a, I want to say like a Twilight market. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, heaven, you know. Everyone has their, like, belief systems and mm. spirituality and, like, if gems is his thing. I didn't, like, pick gems as his thing. I definitely picked gems as uh, good old Adrian's yep. thing. Yep. Which, who was slightly psychic? Was he the one that was slightly psychic? Oh. In the descriptions, once again, I need to look oh. this up. In the descriptions, one of the boys described themselves as slightly Sorry, psychic. No, it would have been Pascal. No, I think it may have been the dolphin boy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay, that would be right. Yeah, okay, no, it was definitely yeah, was the dolphin okay. boy. I was going to be like, oh, God, if we have a mid-season reveal that James is psychic now, he should have been able to bloody tell if Joey and Ellie slept yes. together on that weekend. <laughs> oh, they kicked jo dolphin boy off too early. He could have been so good for this. Do you think that's why they had to kick him? off because he could have told all he, the He knew results. who was going to win. He, he yeah. just sort of lined up at waited for the limo at the end of that yeah. <laughs> They, they refilmed the rose ceremony after he left. Yeah, they? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, new age spiritual dudes on this season. Yeah, yeah. Like... And we're all the better for it, I think. Definitely. Um, uh, sure. Rose ceremony. Uh, okay, so the... the, the the clear sort of one who seemed like he was going to get kicked out was Damien because he'd barely been in it. Yeah. Uh, like you'd have to think back to the, the Halloween stripper 
dare. Before, yeah, to, which he failed at. To to remember something that he'd done. I think we'd had a talking head of him now and then. Yeah. Gee, he was pretty absent. And so that's always a red flag. He um, didn't seem too sad to leave. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Oh, so maybe there's more to that than than we heard. Well, but they, the editor and the producer got heavily invested in making us think that Shannon was on the way out. I thought Shannon could Jeopardy. have been on the way out. Like, taking Pete on the second date before Shannon was mm. a bit of a, like, ooh. Yeah. Yep. You know, like, it doesn't bode well for Shannon. We haven't seen him in a few episodes. And last time we hadn't seen anyone in a few episodes, they kicked off Sarge. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe Shannon's a secret smoker or something. Maybe he kind of, uh, mm. you know, he feels like he's on shaky ground. Yeah. Maybe that next episode there'll be the bombshell that he's got to kind of fess up. Uh, who's he? He's he's uh, for Becky. For Becky. Okay, right. Yeah. Becky's got so many good men and <laughs> Ellie just has Joey and Adam. Actually, the fact that Joey and Adam are the good men, if, she, if those aren't the final two, I'm going to chuck a hissy. Right. Uh, and she's only got... Well, we know wait, from the who's... promo that James gets kicked out next step. Oh, yeah, he goes down in flames, apparently. Mm, I'm very mm, excited for that. Yeah. I'm yeah. actually genuinely. And they have something called the Final Supper. The Last Did Supper, you, that's yes. Not, that's not a thing. Well, this seems it, to be a new if convention. It, if it is a thing, it's with a different number of disciples. Yeah. Which one of them is Jesus? Is, and who's Judas? It's James. Well, James, of course, yes. Clearly. Yeah. And who's Doubting Thomas? And who's Matthew the Doctor? Dad... I didn't go to enough Catholic school for and this. Trick question, who's St. Paul? Wait, I don't know any of these guys. I know that Jesus bleeds blood out of mm. his eyes. He cries blood. No, I think that's, I think that's an Maybe that's a Catholic thing. I'd say, yeah. No, yeah. it can happen because they sat us down in RE and explained to us medically how oh, someone yeah, could yeah. bleed out his eyes. And I'm like, this is not the bit that I'm contesting in the Bible. <laughs> This right. isn't the bit I have the biggest yeah. problem with. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not contesting, not that I'm contesting the, the things in the Bible, but like, if we're going to like break it down science by science fact, like the bleeding from creating the eyes was one of the ones that I'm like more okay with. You were slightly more skeptical of creating the entire universe in six days than being able to bleed from your eyeballs. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I was thinking water into wine, mm. but, you know, you make some valid points there as well. Well, you've got different priorities to me. I like the one where the boy, the kids make fun of the guy for being bald and then God sends a bear down to maul all the children. Oh, oh gee, that's ringing a very vague. Uh, yeah, that's some Old oh, Testament I, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's good. Mm. That's what I learned in Catholic mm. school. I think we may have gone off the rails. It might be Perhaps. time to call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, so um, Damien's out. Damien's out. Didn't seem too upset, as you he say. He was like, ah, see a gals, yeah, and yeah. hopped off. Oh, yeah, you know, he left, uh, you know, he did sort of thank the girls for the experience and all yeah. that sort of stuff. And what did he say? Oh, that's right. And he said, um, you know, I'll oh, catch, catch you later to some of the guys. And then he went into a clinch with Joey mm. and they subtitled up and he said, go go all the way, brother, or something to Joey. Oh, we know he has. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think he meant it in a different sense. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I thought... Oh, yeah, good on you, Damien. So, yeah, 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 that is good. I like that there's more chumminess between the boys. Actually, no, I don't because I want bloody drama. I want them to be <laughs> fighting. What am I talking about? Oh, well, I'm excited for next episode. I yep. think there's got to be max like two weeks left, right? I get, yeah, yeah. Like well. four episodes. So they'll get down to three and then two and then maybe we'll have hometowns and then the final right. as the last episode. That sounds plausible, yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Oh, well, I'll see you for what time we left. There's no Bachelor in Paradise this season. Have I told you about this? Oh, you have, I think. Yeah, you did. yeah. they cancelled Bachelor in Paradise this year. Uh, All the time we've been talking about it, hoping for it, praying for it. Yep. It's gone. Oh, uh, well, I don't know what I'm missing. You actually don't. I'm so sad about this. This is what this is why I was doing this podcast leading up to this episode. Oh, uh, well, goodbye, father. Goodbye, daughter. It's been all right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's pretty true. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Me, My Dad and The Bachelor. If you want more fatherly content, you can follow us on Instagram at mydadbatchpod or shoot us an email at mydadbatchpod at gmail.com. This week's episode was produced by myself and Anthony Furchie. Music is by Latch Swing and Tri Track Young. And the cover art is by my wonderful sister, Perrin Bosley. Have a good one and stay safe.